0: Thank you. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen?
1: This is The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley
2: and Kimmy Show.
3: And welcome to a Tuesday edition of The Riley and Kimmy Show, number 1,190. Right next to me is... (laughs) Hi there, I am your host, Patrick Riley.
0: I am the villain of the story.
3: That is me, I am the villain of this episode and all the previous episodes of the Riley and Kimmy show that you can find right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com They're all archived right there, also with video interviews and other types of interviews, podcasts, podcasts, and we also have links to nerd information, nerd news, and geek stuff. It's all available right on our website at rileyandkimmy.com. And next to me is a hero of this episode and all the previous episodes. That is Kimmy. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. And how are you on this Tuesday? I'm doing pretty good. It's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're with us. Thank you uh, for choosing to come back into the Riley and Kimmy show. That's the big question. Will you show up for the next episode? Mm. Well, <laughs> we're glad you are here. Question for you, Kimmy, on this Tuesday Are you willing, able, and do you even? care to play Nerd and Pop Culture Geek Trivia for a Tuesday. Of course. It is a Tuesday, March 21st, and we're going to play Nerd and Pop Culture Geek Trivia right now, Ask me some questions from uh, today's timeline of trivia nerd stuff. We'll try to stay away from all that serious hardcore history things because she doesn't really care for that. And we'll also stay away from mathematics. And But spelling is an option and maybe geography questions. She seems to like those. And definitely sports is on the table. So we do have some restrictions, but not that many. And feel free to shout out the answers to Kimmy in case she struggles there because we believe in time travel answers. That's right. Yell at your smartphone, laptop, a tablet, or recording device. Matter of fact, just recently at a An event the Riley and Kimmy show attended. uh, It was pointed out by some people that they actually do yell at their smartphones and things, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. we, We were told that just recently at the Melbourne Toy and Comic Con. And here we go, Kimmy. It is a Tuesday, March 21st. We're going to the first question for you here on Nerd and Pop Culture Trivia. It's computer and social media based. Kimmy, it was on this date in history. The social media site Twitter is founded. Yes, the Riley and Kimmy show is on Twitter. You can follow us there. And if you follow us, we will follow you right back. Now, the question for Kimmy is, when did Twitter come to be? Please tell us when Twitter came to be. We'll give you a plus or minus of two years, Kimmy. Mm. When did people start tweeting?
4: 2009.
3: Tweeting began 2006 for Twitter.
4: Mm. People
3: tweeted on Twitter on 2006.
4: That was
3: wrong. Well, what was wrong?
4: I said, I, I was, oh. I wasn't within
3: two. Well, but you were within three, but we said two, but mm-hmm. you did it within three, which is better than, I mean, you got that. You're better there. than within yeah. four. Yeah. And, and, but yeah, yeah. You, you did it. You, you know, you got it in the right decade. I mean, look at it that way. I hope so. Well, you didn't go 1962. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on. I'm not that blonde. Maybe uh, moving over to something else happening on this day in history, Kimmy, this individual announced that he would no longer be hosting a sh- certain show that he'd been hosting for a long time. We have multiple questions for you right here. Our first question is, can you please identify who the individual we're talking about, who this mystery individual is, this television icon here is your clue.
4: People have been here before. Two have not. They're all, I think they're all Londoners, and I'm, I'm not sure. George Michael and Andrew Ridgeley put together this group, and the ladies, I believe, gathered and joined a little bit later than when they first started. If I am not mistaken, within four weeks of putting this thing together, they got a, a record label deal, and they are hot. I mentioned a gold record in England. I think that denotes a half a million sales. That's a lot. And they are just knocking everybody on their head over there When I was walking behind here, I heard them sing I said, sounds like a rap record from Detroit, Michigan or something <laughs> Then I look over and I say, this is an English group This is very unusual Ladies and gentlemen, this is Wham! <laughs>
3: Now, before you give your answer, Kimmy, just so you know beyond a shadow of doubt, here's your other audio clue of who this mystery person is. All over the continent. They've only been here, I guess, maybe
4: two, three times. They really haven't seen all of the United States. I hope they get a chance to do so. And uh, the combination of their first name's initials makes up the name of the group. We're going to be talking with them in a half a second. Ladies and gentlemen, please greet from Stockholm, Sweden, Abba!
3: I'm sure Kimmy saw that episode, as a matter of fact. It was probably bouncing up and down on her bed with her hairbrush in her hand and acting like she was one of the members of ABBA, or ABBA, whichever way you wish to call it. Mm -hmm. Kimmy, who is the mystery individual? Dick Clark. That's correct. What TV show was he uh, part of for a long period of time?
1: American Bandstand.
3: Yes, Kimmy got it right, American Bandstand, Dick Clark. Kimmy, how many years, within five years, had Dick Clark been host of American Bandstand? He announced on this date in history that he would no longer be a host of American Bandstand. How many years had he been that host? Within five. 35. Very close. 33 years. What year did he start? Quick, do math. What year? No, I'm not going to have you do it. What year did he retire? What year? What year was it that Dick Clark said, I am not doing an American Bandstand anymore. 85? 1989, that happened. We'll give you within a five of that. That's really good. And I'm sure you did watch anytime time Abba, ABBA was on the show, mm-hmm. right? Now, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of interesting how he, he responds to ABBA on their very first performance. See if this would be offensive today. Maybe back then it was not here.
4: You ladies are, are, are lovely and all of that. Where do Swedish people learn rock and roll music?
3: I just thought that was kind of uh, weird. <laughs> yeah, but can you imagine doing that today? Uh you ladies are lovely and all that. Uh, where do you Swedish people? <laughs> where do you Swedish people learn le- about rock and roll? Yeah, that, that that's Dick Clark, Kimmy got that right. I would have been really really surprised if she got that one wrong. It was on this date 1891. Kimmy, we have a hillbilly question for you. It's 1891. Now this one actually is tied to cartoons because cartoons would uh, tie into this family feud that happened a long time ago. They were feuding, even in ways the Beverly Hillbillies makes reference to this. Now, this family ended their feud. They had been in a feud for at least 20 years. It started in West Virginia, and it was over the accusation of pig stealing. Now, one of the family members marries the other one. It is a Hatfield marries a what to end the family pig stealing feud? McCoy. That's <laughs> right. He, so you even knew about the mm-hmm. – the, uh, but I have a feeling most people don't realize it was all over a pig. Hmm. Yes, pig, pig stealer. Okay, <laughs> moving over something else happening on this day. You know, that's sort of like a modern-day Romeo and Juliet in a way. Hmm. Yeah, and think about that. The Hatfields and Lacoys. Here we go. And I, I we're making light of something that was very serious. That was okay. wrong Because seriously, there was a lot of bloodshed because of that. Mm. That's the sad part, especially over pig stealing when you think about it. Yeah. It was on this date, 1928, this United States President, Calvin Coolidge, gave the Congressional Medal of Honor to this pilot, Kimmy, the year 1928. That's because of his first transatlantic flight, you know, from the United States to Paris. Who is the mystery aviator? Charles Lindbergh. That's correct. 1928, that happened. Moving over to something else happening on this date in history. It was 1939. This individual recorded this song. Please identify who this person is. Here's your audio clue. That is the original recording, Kimmy. The year is 1939, God Bless America, which would become this individual's signature song for decades. Who is the individual? I don't know. Kate Smith. Mm. You probably, I, I, you were probably, seriously, you were, too, you were too young to have seen her maybe even on variety shows and things uh, when she still performed and did that. Mm-hmm. So on this date, 1952, the really the first disc jockey in ways, especially rock and roll-wise, Alan Freed presents the Moondog Coronation Ball, the first rock and roll concert in Cleveland, Ohio. That's why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is where it is. That's just one of the many reasons that it's in Cleveland. It was on this date, 1955, NBC presented the first Colgate Comedy Hour, 1957. Shirley Booth made her TV acting debut. It was not in Hazel. It was in The Hostess with the Mostess on CBS TV. And I don't think anybody's ever ran that. You know, recently in the last probably decade or more. It was on his day nineteen sixty three. Elliot Gould and Barbara Streisand were married. It was on his day nineteen 1960- sixty. Wow, that was worth it. That was boy, this is one of those Riley okay. and Kimmy show That's, this is one of those Riley and Kimmy show episodes that I wish had been on video. Elliot Gould? Yes, actor Elliot Gould. You know who he is, right? Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of acting. Yes. Actor Elliot Gould and Barbara Streisand were married in 1963. Hmm. Moving over to something else on this date, actually it was 1963 as well. Kimmy, let's see how much you paid attention to all those gangster movies and maybe The Untouchables. It was on this date, the federal penitentiary in San Francisco, the one on the Rock, was closed. It was a place you didn't want to end up, especially in the 1930s and stuff. And you could never escape if you tried; you would you would drown in the icy cold waters and stuff. What is the name of the place where that housed? Al Capone. What's the name of it?
2: Alcatraz.
3: That's right. Alcatraz Island, 1963. It it shut down. It, it, it was closed. So on this day, 1965, the United States launched Ranger 9. It was the last in a series of unmanned lunar explorations. 1966, in New York, demolition work began to clear 13 square blocks for the construction of the original World Trade Centers. It was 1970. This group With their new lead singer, released their first LP called First Step. Here's a clue to the group and that lead singer who would go off on his own. Same decade, but it it was, you know, a little bit of time. He was part of this group for a while. This is from their third album from 1971, charted number 17. See if you can identify who the group is. And more importantly, who that lead singer who would become a pop culture or pop Hit Icon. In the morning, don't say you love me, cause I'll only kick you in any door. I know your name is Rita, cause your perfume is
5: smelling sweet, Still when I saw you down on
3: the door. Guitar. Who is that, Kimmy? The Vases. That's right. That's exactly right. That's the group. Faces was Stay With Me. Now, who is the lead singer of Faces at this time period? The man who was shy originally and would not face people, which he's part of Faces, on stage, he would turn his back or hide behind the giant speakers. Who is he? Rod Stewart. That's right. Rod Stewart. Very good. He was on this date in history, Kimmy, on this certain tv show an event happened yes a major television event happened we got a question about the date the year and the tv show this major event happened
1: why do the people all hate him so why they shot him i'll never know he's the star of the picture show jr besides he's just trying to get ahead oh lord please
4: Tell
3: me, can't be dead, JR. Yes, Kimmy, JR was shot on this date in history. What year was JR shot? 1982? It was 1980. Next question, and we'll give you a second to think about it. What TV show? Now Jock and She's
1: been drinking again and she couldn't hit a wall Bobby and Pam,
3: they have reasons for sure But I think both of them would just be too pure Yes, Kimmy, what's the name of the TV show that Jr. was shot? Dallas Yes, it is Dallas Now the next question for you, who shot Jr? Was it the drunken Sue Ellen or somebody else? Did Bobby do it? Kristen. Kristen did it, and what was her relation to uh, Sue Ellen? Was she a younger sister? Um, wrong... I don't remember. Uh, I think they might have been related. I can't quite remember. Yes, it's iconic when we find out who shot Jr. Yeah, Jr. Uh, thinks he's about to get shot again by Sue Ellen because he thinks she did it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take it you didn't watch that. Mm-hmm. You did watch it. Okay, moving over, it must have been in reruns because you were way too little to have seen that when it was originally on. So on date in history, this uh, movie premiered. Please tell me the name of the movie, Kimmy. The year is 1982. There's this song I used to sing in the orphanage when i get sad. It always cheered me up. Just thinking about tomorrow clears away the cobwebs And the sorrow, till there's none, when I'm stuck with a day. Okay, Kimmy, can you tell me the name of that movie? Annie. That's right, Annie. Did you ever see Annie? Nope. All right, 1982, the movie Annie was released. It was, well, premiered, if you will, 1982. It was on this date, 1987. Kimmy, this group released this single... Tell us the name of the group. Sleight of hand and twist of faith. On a bed of
1: nails, she makes me ways And I wait without you.
3: With or without you. It's with or without you by whom, Kimmy? You too. That's right. Now, did you ever see YouTube perform in concert? Yes, I did. And when did that happen or where did that happen, actually? Chicago. Oh, you saw them in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Was it Wrigley Field? No. Oh, okay. It's uh, an indoor really? venue. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. You saw, I, the, maybe the Rosemont or something you saw them. Probably. Wow. I didn't know that. Did they have an opening act?
1: I don't even remember.
3: Okay, did you? They were awesome. Did you drive from your hometown to there, or from college on up? Uh,
4: from the hometown.
3: Okay, so yeah, you two, Kimmy, would know. And I, I just gotta ask: Do you have you two and vinyl on of vinyl? Of course. And also, of course, on you know, D, uh, CD, and mm-hmm. MP3. It was on this date, Kimmy, nineteen eighty-nine, this person's album was released. This is a title track from the album. This is so easy. You miss this, we will all have issues. They're not comic book issues either with you. Identify the name of the recording artist. The year 1989. Life is a mystery. is that madonna and the name of the album and the title track
1: like um it's um like a prayer
3: that's exactly right like a prayer 1989 that was released in yes i know you have that on mp3 and yes you have it on cd and Mm -hmm. you probably even have it on vinyl knowing you Mm -hmm. oh boy all right give me a question about the madonna song was it number one Mm -hmm. all right that's probably pretty easy next question it, since it was number 1 how many number ones did that make it for madonna at that time period seventh that was the seventh number 1 you freak <laughs> that's a good <laughs> job there yes that you were counting them too i should have i should have given you no time there you were you were going okay let's see this one this one yeah, very very good and you count very fast okay well did you do you do that with cards too i often to, uh, Wow, I got Ringman next to me. Here we go, it was on this date in 1990. I know you never saw this show because I don't think anybody saw this show. This TV show made its debut. It was called Normal Life with Moon Unit and Dweezel Zappa premiered on CBS TV, aired from March 21st until July 18th, 1990. I know there's no way you'll identify who played their mother, but we'll give you a little audio clue here just for the fun of it. And somebody played her father, who was known from television a few years before. He was on a a hit uh, TV show. Uh, This show, I don't even know what anybody was thinking when they put it together. Mom, I I like cookies and milk as much as anyone, but next time, can we have them before I go to sleep? Morning. (laughs) Morning, honey. Mom, was I dreamy last night, or did you come into my room and sing Hush Little Baby, Don't You Cry?
4: (laughs) A few bars.
3: Thanks, Mom. You're
4: welcome. Baby. No more late-night movies for you if you're going to torment the children. I didn't hear any complaints when I was appreciating you. And you never will. <laughs> well,
6: I guess we should be going now. I've got that interview with the record company. Uh, oh, You think
0: this is something you want to do, huh?
3: Yeah, well, you know, it's an interesting field, and I could really see myself challenged by it. Well, honey, it sounds very promising.
4: Yeah. Besides, it's indoors, and there's no heavy lifting. <laughs> yes,
3: that right there was Moon Unit, you heard her brother, Dweezil, there just before that, the Zappas. Um, is there any way you could have picked up who played the mom? mm That was Cindy Williams, who played the mother in this thing. And the person who played the father was Max Gale. You know him from Barney Miller. He played Detective Wojo. Uh, you you know him on there. Uh, he, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, the dim-witted one on, on Bar. I don't know if that would be the best way to, to call it. Yeah, and, and he's playing like this hippie guy, trying to be actually like Frank Zappa in a way. Mm. Kinda, and it was supposedly based on their childhood life, but it just seems whacked. Uh, there are some uh, episodes available online if you want to torture yourself. It was on this date also uh, something else you're like, what don't understand why it's so on this date 1990 sydney made its debut on cbs television now it aired on cbs from march 21st just till june 25th 1990 in other words not a success it starred valerie bertinelli hmm. and her husband at the time did the theme song oh yes uh, eddie van halen slash van halen did the the theme and it it's a train wreck too hmm. in my opinion and I think that might be available too to watch if you want to watch some really interesting television online. It was on this date, 1994, Dudley Moore was arrested for hitting his girlfriend. It was on this date that Steven Spielberg won his first Oscar, Kimmy. It was for Best Picture and for Best Director. He won two. Can you give me the year? Steven Spielberg won his first. Well, Oscars. What what year? Within, within five. 1979? No. So in other words, I can't even ask you what the name of the movie is, correct? Maybe if I give you the movie, you might give me the year. How's that? The movie is Schindler's List, that he gets his first Oscars for. Can you give me the year? Schindler's List would be... His uh, his, uh, Oscars. He would get it. 1986? 1994, that Mm -hmm. happened. It was on this date, 1994. Bill Gates of Microsoft and Craig McCaw of McCaw Cellular Communications announced a $9 billion plan that would send 840 satellites into orbit to relay information around the globe. That was in 1994. It was 2001. Nintendo released the Game Boy Advance. 2016, it was reported that the Kepler Space Telescope had captured visible light of a shock breakout. Yeah, that's what they call this. That's when star KSN2011A exploded. It was the first time an exploding star's brilliant flash shock wave had been captured. That was 2016. Celebrity and notable birthdays. Kimmy, I don't know how tough this will be. You are a musical genius here. You have a. You are an audiophile. You are really in love with stuff. Right at the Beatles time period, the British Invasion and on. And I know you struggle with some oldies. Well, we have an oldie here for you. When I mean oldie, I mean pre-Beatles. This one's going back, well, it's definitely pre-Beatles. See if you can tell me who this composer is that was born on this date in history. Let's get ready to play rollerball. Okay, Kimmy, can, can you tell me the name of that composer from way back when 1685 was when he was born? Mozart? No, it was not Mozart. Beethoven. It was not Beethoven. I don't know. Bach. Bless you. <laughs> it was Johann Sebastian Bach born on this date in history okay that was in 1685 i didn't expect you to get that one i know you like those real old old you know right mm. golden oldies yes see if you can identify this individual you tell me how old he is now here's an interesting one he has one of two birth dates it's an either or uh and and every source you check it's well he might have been born on this date or maybe this date, which is amazing to me that you could be an either-or, considering the person was obviously born within the last hundred years. it was like two, three, four hundred years ago, I kind of get the either-or. He is best known for portraying a certain uh, type of uh, action hero, I guess we could call him. See if you can identify who this individual is, Kimmy. He's known for playing James Bond.
0: Bond. James Bond. Miss Kennedy, would you get me a medium dry vodka martini? Shake not stirred. Duff my orders. I only kill professionals. A girl did know one end of a rifle from the other. Go ahead, tell him what you want. Fires me, I'll thank him for it. Whoever she was, must have scared the living daylights out of her. In my business, you prepare for the unexpected. I help people with problems. i am more of a problem
3: eliminator. He played James Bond in The Living Daylights in 1987 and Licensed to Kill in 1989. I think those two movies were ahead of their time in certain ways because people were not ready for a more serious Bond. I think now they might be more receptive to his role. Uh, so I encourage anybody who likes Daniel Cray to check out this, this version of Bond because it is not Roger Moore. And I think that's one of the reasons people have problems at the time period. He also played in the Rocketeer as a villain in 1991 and on Flash Gordon in 1980 and Doctor Who. He's been in an episode or two. Can you tell me who this mystery actor is, Kimmy? No, I can't. You cannot tell me the actor who played Bond at one time. Mm-mm. That is Timothy Dalton, who starred. Can you tell me how old Timothy Dalton is? Because you get an, an, well, he could be and or. So you get a buffer here of five years. 60. He is 71 or 73 today. I take it you don't remember him in the Doctor Who episodes.
4: Mm-mm.
3: I also think it might be fun for you to watch the Rocketeer, which we he, you know, he played the villain in. Mm. I, I, you've never seen the Rocketeer, have you? Nope. Well, you're friends with Billy Tushy, and he likes the Rocketeer, and I like the Rocketeer, so you might want to check out the Rocketeer, okay? Mm. It, could, it could be kind of fun. It is underrated. I'm, I'm serious about that. This musician born on this date in history, Kimmy, tell me who this is. Here's an audio clue.
4: Baby, hold on to me. Whatever will be, will be. The to see. So
3: baby, hold on. Who is that, Kimmy? Eddie Money. That's right. The person you would not meet with me uh, way back when in your hometown. You you wouldn't even go near. You're like, I'm here to see the Rembrandts. No, you, you didn't want to see him at all. The Rembrandts? It, it wasn't the Rembrandts we saw with that. It was like Tara Kemp, Rembrandt, somebody at the... Yeah, it was. It was the Rembrandts and Tara Kemp. It was a whole set with Eddie Money. How old is Eddie Money today? 70. He is 68, so you get that within the five. Can you name one of these other hits? Um, Baby, hold on is what we played. Well, too much uh, time has passed sh- here. You can't do it. Shaken? Yeah, shaken. Okay, I'll take that. Think I'm in love and also two tickets to paradise. He's best known as a former co-founder of this band, Kimmy. The person is Roger Hodgson. Having a birthday today. He is 67. Tell me the name of the man he co-founded. Here is your audio clue. And Yes, it's the Mr. Spock song. It is the logical song. Who is the the big group, Kimmy? Um, yes, big group, Breakfast in America. They were going to be... Super Tramp. Yeah, that's right, Super Tramp. Roger Hodgson was one of the co-founders. I know you love Super Tramp. Mm-mm. Yes, I, I do. I do, Kimmy. I, uh, seriously, I do. Tell me, Kimmy, who this actor is having a birthday. Here is your audio clue. He is a chameleon. You know him for many, many things. This is uh, one of my favorite things he ever did. See if you can tell me who this actor is and how old he is today within five years. Welcome to my home.
4: Enter freely of your own will and leave some of the happiness you bring. I am Dracula, And I bid you welcome, Mr. Harcourt, to my house.
3: Come in. Yes, who is that, Kimmy? um he would play commissioner gordon I, I in know. the batman trilogy he I, is a chameleon i know who is he kimmy I can't i think you, of his name you saw that movie so many times with I me i know uh, the one that's from that's from brahm stoker's dracula why do i winona Ryder played gary? the love and into... Ooh, she's a... gary oldman yes gary oldman having a birthday today how old is gary oldman today
4: uh 65
3: he is 59 today you miss it kimmy you miss that five corridor This individual having a birthday today. She's a comedian, an actress, a talk show host, a lot of controversy. The current president of the United States and her do not like each other. In 2006, she became a moderator on a TV show called The View. And then back in 2014, she joined them again for a short period of time as co-host. Can you tell me the name of this mystery birthday person? Rosie O'Donnell. Yes. How old is Rosie O'Donnell today within five? Fifty. She is 55 today. Next person, see if you can identify with these clues, Kimmy, an actor. His roles included War Games in 1983, the title character in Ferris Bueller's Day Off in 1986, the adult voice of Simba in Disney's The Lion King trilogy from 1994 to 2004. Who is he?
1: Um, He's married to um, Jessica Parker.
3: Sarah Jessica Parker. Wow. Yes. I haven't
1: heard his name in a while. And
3: he was in The Producers. Mm -hmm. He's done a ton of things, Kimmy. He was in Godzilla. Matthew Broderick. Yes, you remember him in that movie, or maybe you probably don't want to, when they tried to relaunch Godzilla back. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you remember that. Yeah, that was a strange one. Yeah. Yeah. I I saw War Games a whole bunch of times. Okay, then how old is Matthew Broderick today? Within five, Kimmy. Mm. As you try to calculate War Games. 52. He is fifty-five today, so you get it within five. You actually went to the theater and saw War Games quite a few times, or seen it on mm-hmm. television. That kind of surprised me. You'd be into that game, or that 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 TV show, or movie. I'd be surprised that you're actually mm. that you found interest in that one. World of Comic Books, Mark Wade having a birthday today. He is 55, Eisner Award-winning American comic book writer, known for his work on titles of, well, for DC Comics, such as The Flash, Kingdom Come, and Superman Birthright, and for his work on Captain America, Fantastic Four, and Daredevil for Marvel Comics. Moving over to another section of trivia. I see dead people. Notable deaths on this date in history, 1617, Pocahontas. American Indian princess dies at the age of 22 2007 Drew Hayes died at the age of 37 of a heart attack while suffering from pneumonia. He was a writer and graphic artist who is best known as the creator of the long-running independent comic book series Poison Elves. That wraps up the list, Kimmy, and I think we will we will focus on something from trivia we just talked about with the Golden Age of Radio. Radio. That's a Riley Game show. Anytime we go back in time to the golden age of radio, we take that advantage. And we're gonna do that right now with a biography that was done in nineteen forty-seven. It, it's, it's not a snooze fest, trust me on this one. It stars actress Joan Caulfield. She was big in the nineteen forties and and for a period of time, and she did a radio performance called The Story of Pocahontas. We go back in time to 1947. Here's the story of Pocahontas on the Riley and Kimmy Show, proving we are a variety talk show.
2: In a crude longhouse, dark except for a leaping fire in the middle, a mighty Indian chieftain sits in splendor among his warriors, his wives, and his children. Beyond the fire stands the prisoner, a white man wearing the doublet and high boots of the Virginia colonists.
0: Is there no mercy in your heart, Chief Powhatan?
1: Poor white man who sees my land, none. Those clubs your warriors are holding make the
0: manner of my death all too plain. I take it they're going to beat out my brains. Bring prisoner to the block. Yes, Pahatan. Powhatan. With what relish your people view the prospect of seeing my head crushed. Even the women. Silence, prisoner.
1: Kneel before blood. Place your head upon it. When drums stop beating, warriors will strike.
5: No, no, father. Don't let them do it. Spare his life.
1: Matoka, go back from prisoner.
5: No, I do not wish him to die.
1: Daughter. Return to your place among the women.
5: It is a custom with us that a woman can claim a prisoner's life. I am a woman.
1: You are child.
5: You always say I am your favorite daughter.
1: This is true.
5: I have not asked many favors. I ask this now. No, it cannot be. Then I place my head upon his. Now their blows must break my skull first.
1: Matoka,
5: I will not move, father. Tell your braves to strike.
1: Very well, my child. I have no choice. I grant your wish. Release, prisoner.
5: Oh, great power, Tan. I thank you.
0: And I thank you, little princess. Will you tell me your name so that I may know what to call my... my benefactress?
5: My name is Matoaka... But they call me Pocahontas.
2: And so in the winter of 1607, the young daughter of the Indian chief Powhatan saved the life of Captain John Smith, set him free to return to the colony of Jamestown in Virginia. In so doing... Pocahontas rendered an important service to the struggling little settlement, where Smith was one of its few capable administrators. But no one realized how vital a contribution she was yet to make to the dream that was America. For when Smith returned to the Jamestown colony...
0: Pity the Indians did not detain you a day longer, Smith. Had you come back to Jamestown tomorrow, you would have found most of us gone. Gone? Gone Gone where? Home, Captain Smith. Back to England. Our plans are made, Smith. We've outfitted the small boat for the voyage, and we are prepared to sail with the tide. What ridiculous nonsense is this? the only sensible thing to do. Winter is already upon us. We are completely without adequate food or shelter. Archer! We were sent here to found a colony in the name of His Majesty King James I. To explore the lands hereabouts and to build houses and plant crops. I've had enough of this argument. To remain in Jamestown means to face starvation. I sail for England this day. All those who are of my mind, follow me now. One moment, Captain Archer. What? Captain, what? Captain, what you, sir? do you make so bold as to point your pistol at me? I at any others among you who think to leave this colony. You dare to call yourselves Englishmen? Have you no courage? Courage will not fill our empty larders, nor our empty stomachs. Let courage fill your heart. Your stomach will not seem half so empty. No, Smith. I agree with Archer. We cannot remain here without food. Our stores are dangerously low as tis. Captain Smith, Indians! Yes. Indians? Indian yeah. attack. Oh, They've sir. almost reached the clearing. Gentlemen, prime your guns. We had but gone aboard the ship early. with... fired Archer. Guard, open the door. Yes, Captain Smith. How large is their number? Twenty, perhaps thirty. When they reach the clearing, give the signal. Then we fire. They're at the clearing now. Open the door wider. Gentlemen, take aim. Hold. Hold your fire. They carry no weapons. No weapons. No weapons? weapons. They bear great baskets of food. And they're led by a mere girl. A girl, you say. See for yourself, sir. Gentlemen, lay your guns aside. It's Pocahontas. Princess, ever since the first time you came to us with food and provisions, I've wondered why you do it.
5: Your people have nothing, Captain Smith. Mine have more than they need.
0: So every week you have brought us corn, deer, and turkey. Pocahontas, without you this winter might well have been our last. You alone have kept our men from sailing home, defeated.
5: I wish to see you remain here and prosper.
0: But does your father, the great Powhatan, share that wish?
5: I do not think so. But I will speak with him. All oh, the words of a woman carry little weight in such matters. Yet I will speak with Powhatan. For sake of friendship I bear you and your people.
0: Thank you, my princess. I foretell that one day you will be a great woman.
5: Am I not already a woman?
0: You're yet but a child, Pocahontas. But one day you'll reach the full bloom of womanhood. And then you'll meet a man, a, a leader... Who shares your courage and your vision.
5: A man such as you, Captain Smith?
0: Younger than I, my child, and more worthy. And I hope he'll see the greatness of this land, even as you and I do. He's done it. What's that, Smith? Pocahontas has persuaded her father to talk peace with us.
1: Peace.
0: Food is on its way to be served to us here. And at length, Powhatan himself will arrive. That's splendid news, Captain Smith. Why splendid? So that we may remain in this accursed land... ...huddling about open campfires like this every night? Archer, do you not see what this means? If Powhatan stands ready to extend the hand of friendship toward us... ...we can abandon these warlike expeditions. We can direct all our energies toward developing the colony... ...investigating its resources... To which... ...its gold mines. Captain Archer... ...I have said many times... ...I am convinced there are no gold mines in this territory. But the land itself, man, is gold... The opportunities on every hand are golden in their prospects, if we have but the heart and the will. I wonder what costume would be appropriate for receiving an Indian emperor. (laughs) (laughs) Dignity and wisdom, Captain Archer. I doubt if your wardrobe includes either. I bid you good evening. Redcliffe, throw more wood on the fire, eh, we freeze today.
5: Captain Smith.
0: Princess. What brings you here so late at night?
5: I come to warn you.
0: Warn me against what?
5: My father. He means to trick you tonight. How? The food he, he sends you is poisoned.
0: Poison? You've done well tonight, Pocahontas. Again, we owe you our lives.
5: Oh, if Powhatan suspect I betray him, he will have me killed. You did
0: not betray him. You followed the promptings of your own heart. Yes, you feel as I do. There must be peace between red man and white... This land is large enough for both. There's freedom and fortune and happiness here for anyone who's willing to work.
5: It is so. This great and bountiful land. Many people could live here in peace.
0: They will one day, my princess. And now I must warn the men to be on their guard and not to eat the food.
5: And I must go back before I am missed. Oh, take care, Captain Smith. It is your life that is in the greatest danger.
0: tell you, Ratcliffe, we must get rid of John Smith. He tries to make peasants and common laborers of us all. But, Archer, we must build houses and grow food. There's no one to do the work for us. Why must we have houses? If Smith were not forever in our way, we could look for gold, dig it out, and sail back to England, into a life of luxury. Ah, oh, to sleep in a comfortable bed again, to eat civilized food. Yet to kill the man, Archer, I... Desperate times make desperate deeds, my friend. And if the others find out that we have murdered him... They need never know. be made to look like an accident. An accident? Listen to me. I heard Smith say that he plans to look over our gunpowder stores this very afternoon. Long fuse, set alight at the right moment. And we should no longer be troubled by Captain John Smith. And no one would ever know it was not an accident. I tell you, we cannot fail. Batcliffe, are you with me in this? All right. All right, we'll do it. Huh? Who's that?
5: Captain Smith.
0: Pocahontas.
5: May I come in? I must not be seen talking with you.
0: Come in, come in, child.
5: Oh, I look for you everywhere. What is this place?
0: Our gunpowder storehouse. Well, is anything amiss?
5: Oh, yes. I come to warn you. Powhatan talks with chiefs of other tribes. They join together to kill all white men.
0: I feared he would make such an attempt. Do they have many firearms?
5: more every day. By stealing or trading and...
0: What is it, princess? I hear noise. What sort of noise?
5: It was like hiss of snake. No, I do not think it is snake. It is more like... I smell fire. Fire? Captain Smith, your life is in danger. I feel it now, in this place.
0: But, my dear, oh, my... Oh, come, my...
5: please, come. You must go out of this house.
0: says there is... You are listening to Joan Caulfield in Pahatan's Daughter on the Cavalcade of America, Sponsored by the DuPont Company, maker of better things for better living through chemistry.
2: Archer's plot to kill Captain John Smith almost succeeded. In shielding Pocahontas, Smith bore the full brunt of the explosion, which was intended to take his life and was badly burned. Well, after many weeks of suffering, he determined at last to return to
0: England for treatment. We are prepared to weigh anchor, sir. Thank you, Captain. You must leave the ship now, Pocahontas.
5: With your going, Captain Smith, the sun will set in my heart.
0: I do not wish to leave, but these burns I bear need the attention of skilled physicians. I ask one promise. That the friendship and love you have shown the colony will not end with my departure.
5: But but it will not be the same. There is no man who understands my people as you do. Only men like Archer. New men
0: will arrive from England within the next few days. Among them, Sir Thomas Dale will be the new governor. He will need your help, Pocahontas. Do not withhold.
5: Since you ask it, I will promise. Captain Smith. Will I ever look upon your face again?
0: Do not weep, princess. I beseech God that we may meet again.
5: And I will learn to beseech your God too, that he will grant you safe voyage and bring you back soon.
0: Bless you, my princess. And farewell. I'm going on much too long. Gentlemen, if you please. This council must come to some agreement. From the day I reached this colony to become governor a year ago, we have known nothing but continued hostilities with Pahatan and other tribes. And yet the records reveal that heretofore fairly amicable relations existed between us. That was before Captain Smith left. He had great influence with Pocahontas, Pahatan's daughter. She used to bring us great stores of food. But since Smith left for England, she no longer comes here. So I have heard, Archer. Sir Thomas. Yes, John Rolfe. Sir Thomas, it would appear that some strategic act is needed to bring Powhatan to terms. You are right, Rolfe. Now, I have not met this daughter of Powhatan, but I presume she's dear to him. His dearest treasure. But then could we not <laughs> take her captive and force Powhatan to return our men and our arms before we release her? Rolf, that is an excellent suggestion. Take charge of the venture. Captain Archer will assist you. This Indian girl may well be the key to peace. Your pardon, Princess, for calling on you without your leave.
5: I make you welcome, Captain Archer. But why you bring many men with guns?
0: We thought perhaps your noble father might try to prevent us from seeing you.
5: Powhatan and his braves make visit to Potomac tribe.
0: Excellent. That will make our task easier, eh, Ralph? Princess, we are taking you back to Jamestown with us.
5: Oh, Powhatan, forbid me. I cannot go with you.
0: Oh, yes, you can, Princess. No, 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 let me go. Ralph, give me a hand with this Indian wench. Release her, Roger. There is no need to treat her so. Have no fear, Princess. I will see that no harm comes to you.
5: Thank you. You are kind. If Captain Smith were here... This man would not dare to touch me.
0: I'm happy to say we'll never be troubled with Captain Smith again.
5: What do you say? You have news of Captain Smith?
0: Great news. The ship he sailed on was captured by French pirates and sent to the bottom of the sea with all hands. I I, I do not understand. Captain Smith is dead, my pretty savage.
5: Dead? By Captain Smith? Dead?
0: Oh, she's fainted. Here, let me see to her. Don't bother Now we can easily get her back to Jamestown on a litter. It will not be necessary. I will look after her and, and carry her back myself. Your Excellency, has there been word from Powhatan? No, Master Rolf. Nothing since his first message beseeching us to treat Pocahontas well and assuring us that he would meet our terms of ransom. But that was more than six months ago. Yes, and all Towns done is to release a few of our men. Then Pocahontas will continue to be kept here in Jamestown? Yes, yes, of course. I uh, take it the prospect does not displease you. Your Excellency, I, I'm frank to say the prospect quite delights me. <laughs> Her presence lends dignity and sweetness to our colony, and... Well, Mrs. Horton tells me she's most apt at learning our language and our customs. <laughs> yes, so I hear. Ralph, I sent for you today to commend you on your experiments with tobacco plants. You are responsible for the improved quality of our tobacco shipments to England. Thank you, Sir Thomas. You are making Virginia prosperous, Master Ralph. And you have our thanks and approval in all things. And if you should find yourself thinking upon marriage with an Indian princess you would have not only our permission, but our congratulations.
6: Good morrow, Master Rolf. Have you come to call upon the Princess Pocahontas again? Yes, I,
0: I have, Mrs. Horton, if I do not disturb her at her tasks.
6: She's in her room at prayers, but she will soon come out. Will you please to wait?
0: I'm happy to know what, that the princess has taken so quickly to our religion.
6: She is a devout and gentle maiden. No English girl could be more so. It's a pleasure to have such a prisoner to God.
0: Mrs. Horton, d- does she ever speak to you of Captain John Smith?
6: Oh, often, Master Rolf. And always with such warmth and affection.
0: I see. She will probably never put him out of her heart.
6: Here she is now. Princess, you have a caller.
0: Good day, Princess
6: Welcome, Master Rolf. Well, I must tend now to my children Oh, but before I go, Master Roth Will you please to set aside a supply of your new tobacco mixture for my good husband? He finds it much to his liking With the
0: greatest of pleasure, Mrs. Orton
6: Thank you very kindly Uh, So many people speak of your fine tobacco crop, Master Rolf.
0: I shall plant ten additional acres this spring
5: Oh, that will be much work
0: Yes, it will But work does not trouble me.
5: Oh, your words would have found great favor with Captain Smith. Master Rolf, you are much like him in many ways.
0: Thank you, Princess. I know how dearly you held him. But I must speak to you of a matter that's been in my thoughts for many weeks. Since we brought you here to Jamestown, I've watched you. Nay, nay, I've not been able to keep my eyes from you. Princess, I've fallen in love with you.
5: Master Rolf, I...
0: I know we differ greatly in background and education. In fact, in every possible way, and yet I love you deeply. Princess, is there room in your heart for a man other than John Smith?
5: I love John Smith as a child loves. Because he was strong and wise and fearless. I love you as a woman loves. Because you are gentle and good and loving.
0: Oh, my princess. Nothing would give me greater happiness than to make you my wife. Will you marry me?
5: Yes, John. I will be your wife.
0: (laughs) I still say this wedding procession is ill-advised... The whole colony is exposed to Indian attack. Why could you not be married quietly in the stockade,
5: Sir Thomas, I wish to be married in the white man's fashion, in the church.
0: I think you're unduly alarmed, Sir Thomas. Pocahontas well, has done the colony service enough to have her wish granted. But Ralph Partan was informed of this wedding weeks ago. He knows his favorite daughter is to be married, and yet he has said no word. This can only mean that he is deeply angered. I tell you, that is great danger.
5: Sir Thomas, I know my father. You have nothing to fear.
0: Our is treacherous. We are exposed and outnumbered. The entire colony can be wiped out. Oh,
5: please, Sir Thomas, put your fears aside.
0: I have faith in Pocahontas, Sir Thomas. To place the fate of our entire enterprise upon the assurances of a younger... What's the matter, driver? Why do you stop the carriage? Indians, Your Excellency. Just as I feared. Where are they? Ahead of us, standing between us and the church. Well, we must make a stand. Give the order to fire. No,
5: No, Your Excellency, please. The least we can
0: do is put up a good fight.
5: Oh, please, sire, you must let me speak to them. Pocahontas, get back in the carriage. Oh, I must take the risk.
0: Then I take it with you.
5: Welcome, father. Welcome to my wedding.
1: There will be no wedding, Pocahontas. We come to take you home.
5: This is my home, father. These people are my friends. And this man beside me will soon be my husband.
1: You will marry with your own kind, Pocahontas. You will return to your people. Or there will be war.
5: Father, once many years ago, you granted me a favor and a man's life.
1: I make mistake.
5: No, Father, it was no mistake. It was an act of love and mercy. Now I ask you another favor. To show the love you bear me by loving those who have become dear to me.
1: Hmm. They have won you with false promise. They turn you against your own people, your own father.
5: No one could turn me against you, father. No one has tried. The white man only wants your friendship and goodwill. Oh, Powhatan, let there be peace and friendship between Red Man and his white brother. I love John Rolfe with all my heart. Let our marriage mark the beginning of a new happiness for everyone.
1: My daughter. Your heart speaks to mine. It shall be as you ask.
5: Oh, Father.
1: I, Pohatan, make vow of peace and friendship with white man for all time.
5: Oh, Father, you have shown the greatness of your love and your wisdom. This land is large enough for many people to live in peace and plenty. And as the white man prospers, the land will flourish and its bounty increase... And all will live here together in true brotherhood. And that which is the dream of today will be the destiny of tomorrow.
3: It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The
2: Riley and Kimmy Show.
3: Find archived podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com.